Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Good day, Amy. Hey, Kirst. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the Out of Decluttering podcast. I'm Amy Ravel. And I am Kirsty Faruja. Yay! We're your hosts. We're so yeah. glad that you've taken the time to hang out with us today. We're excited about the topic that we're bringing you. Um, it's a bit... I like I like the title that you've given it, Kirst. Get Curious. Hmm. I feel like I want to sing, like, Get Ridiculous, but, like, change the words to Get Curious. Go for it. Oh, no, I don't. Hit us up. I don't think I can. <laughs> it's all in my head, people. It's all in my head. Share your head with us. No. <laughs> We're still in ISO. How has your week been? What have you been up to? Where have you been? What clients have you seen? Good question, my friend. I have been with a beautiful client of mine, um, getting into her kitchen um, and... Um, we always have a lovely time chatting about life and all things life related. So she's um, beautiful. Um, and I've been working a lot on our business, um, rewriting one of our our signature course, our Head, Heart and Home course. Yay. So that has been my week. Haven't been seeing too many clients this week, more working on our business. Yes. Um, yeah. We're very excited by the work we've been doing on the business and getting this call. Uh, yes, <gasps> we're so excited. <laughs> I oh, feel and like it was Oliver's we birthday last week too. Yes, and it was my birthday too. Well, but by the time this episode's out, it will Whatever. have been Oliver's weeks birthday. Ago. Yes, and it was oh, your birthday weeks and weeks ago. Oh, you're just accounting for the delay in recording. To <laughs> yes, you're amazing. Um, <laughs> I've had paperwork week. It's, it's like everybody looked ahead in my calendar and decided that this was the week that all my clients wanted to sort their paperwork. And well, so we've had some coming up to financial weeks. year end, isn't it? Well, so. that's true. But none of them have been, it's more been medical. So some of my NDIS clients needing to sort medical paperwork. Um, mm-hmm. And so I have been sitting on floors surrounded by paper all week, all week. That's pretty much all I've done. I haven't done a kitchen. I haven't. Taken, I haven't even been to the op shop this week. 
which is unheard wow. of for me. Oh, they must be missing you. <laughs> I know. Savers. Zindo must Green be wondering tea. where I am. But, yeah, it's been full paperwork week, which has just been fun because the stories that people have is like, oh, I have just have too much paperwork or it's unavoidable that in my situation my paperwork's out of control. So to help people bring that under control has been a great delight. And have they kept a lot of it? No, or we have, have they been had, able to let go of a lot oh, of it? So much, so mm. much. And it's often um, around fear of what if I need it. So even today, um, this is, you know, not about our topic today, but my client was wanting to keep a sale of contract from a house that they sold uh, six years ago. And she said, no, 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 but we might need it. We might need it. And so I said, cool, got on the phone, rang the real estate agent. And they said, oh, no, legally we have to keep copies of all of that. The The lady doesn't need to keep it because there's no outstanding issues with it. Everything went through. And I was like, how good is that? Like just a quick phone call and we know, yep, we don't have to keep that. And same with the optometry. We were originally like, oh, do we need to keep these all these scripts? And I said, I don't think we need to. Quick call to the optometrist. No, 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 we've got a lot of that on history, you know, to see what it's changed, when it changed let it go so good see just a couple of phone calls and a couple of minutes of people's time and (laughs) you've relieved your clients of the concern and relieved them of the paperwork that's right and it's not just about us coming in as professional organizers and saying nah just get rid of everything because I wasn't sure whether we needed to keep the contract of sale that's why I made the quick phone call I can just took all of about 30 seconds because obviously they've had that phone call before because he didn't even have to check. (laughs) Yes. And I I often make clients bring up, like if we find a gift voucher, um, like a couple of months ago I was with a client and she found it, she was um, heavily pregnant and she found a gift voucher for a massage and I was like, you need that, my love. (laughs) And she's like, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it. I was like, no, no, no. You you might, you might, but how about you get on the phone right now and ring up and book in a pregnancy massage for oh. this week coming? And she did, and it did, and it happened. And so the gift voucher was used so she didn't have to remember it, and she got to pamper herself while she was still very heavily pregnant. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, there's nothing quite like the moment right now. Yeah. Just, just do it, people. Just, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Kess, <laughs> tell us about why we're getting curious and what that even means. Okay. I thought I was having a conversation with a, a client or a potential client this week, um, had an inquiry and she was, um, she's a listener. So if you're listening this week, you know who you are. Um, and hello, thank you for your phone call. It was lovely. Um, and she was asking some advice about how to, um, how to make decisions. Uh, she is wanting to do the initial um, sorting of her things mm-hmm. and she was just asking some questions around that and I said to her to just get curious. Get curious about the stories that you're telling yourself. Get curious about your why. Become your own toddler. Um, and so I thought, well, what what a great topic to talk about in our podcast today. Um just get curious. Just like get getting curious um, will 
I think is a great way of, it's a great practice in all of life, isn't it? Like yeah. getting curious about other people, getting curious about um, things that you read and listen to and, and just asking why, um, getting curious about whether or not we're being told the truth from media and politicians and you know, just being curious about life. I think it's a great um, posture to have towards life in the first place. Mm. And then I think that we can totally bring it to decluttering. Yeah. And so far as I'm aware, even though curiosity may kill cats, it's never killed someone (laughs) when it comes to decluttering. So far (laughs) as I know, like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is sometimes a cultural learning growing up that don't ask questions just do Mm -hmm. it and I think that there's a real undoing around that like curiosity killed the cat and don't ask too many questions and you know like you may not like the answer yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and that it's a matter of trust like oh if you have to check that that's undermining my trust no it's just curiosity and wanting to learn more and um, I think really what we're talking about here too is the curiosity toward yourself so yes. trying to understand, like, why why did I respond like that? Why did I think like that? My client today, um, her son came in at one point. She was doing something in the kitchen and he came in and he's, he's I just want him to mentor my kids. He's just the most delightful kid. He's um, really high-functioning on the spectrum, the most polite and lovely. Like, he's just amazing, right? So he comes in and, excuse me, Amy, how did you get into being a professional organiser? And this is an interesting question. He said, did you first have to become a psychologist? I was like, (laughs) oh, that's a really interesting, like that's his perception is that it's not a glorified cleaner. It's not someone coming in just to like do your tax kind of paperwork stuff. He could see and he um, was in the room next to us and, you know, I've known him over probably a year I've been working with this client. So he's experienced a lot of me working with his mum and his assumption was that there was a psychology background. And I really liked that. Like I thought, oh, that's going to be perfect for the podcast tonight. (laughs) So well-timed because it is about helping people to understand themselves and to be curious. So um, it's nice when someone else sees that as well. Yeah. So let's make this practical and real for people. Um, When we say get curious um, and to start questioning and to become the toddler for your own self, you know, why, why, but why, but why, but why, how does that work? Like what does that, what can that look like really for our clients Mm -hmm. and for our listeners? Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I think, and it is for our clients and our listeners and ourselves. Mm. I think it's really questioning some of your underlying assumptions. Assumptions are usually based on something, but sometimes when you question them, you, you also want to figure out what that's based on. Like, why am I scared of that? Why does that trigger all the things in me? Why, when you ask me to get rid of my old phone contract, do I clamp down and make that the mountain I'm willing to die on? Mm. Like it, it is about going that bit deeper and, and being curious as to your own responses and reactions and not judging yourself because I think that there can be such a judgment to your initial response that then we close down curiosity because it's like, oh, that was bad. But if you get curious, yes. you might find out something about yourself, about the way you process things or the way that you want to process things. Like it's not always discovering 
bad, evil, you know, things resounding from your childhood. Sometimes no. it's about discovering like, oh, that's because my value is this or I value that. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yes. And um, I found when dealing with clients, like they might come up, you know, and even dealing with you in business like, um, and as a friend, like when we ask questions, um, but why, we can have a really um, strong emotional reaction mm. to something. And then when we sit in that and if we give ourselves grace and we give ourselves the opportunity of no judgment and, you know, Amy and I try to bring to every client a non-judgmental attitude, mm. um, it might not sound non-judgmental because we're doing that but why but why and we're really trying to we're really questioning so that can sometimes come across as judgmental but it, it's not yeah we've spoken about this in other episodes as well um my point at this point <laughs> was to say that um to have like you said to have that real grace for ourselves if we're talking about it in the first person um is when we flare up at something, mm. what didn't we? What, did we talk about the puffer fish? Oh, no. We oh haven't spoken gosh, we about, have to talk it. about it. This is a perfect opportunity this to talk so about the puffer fish. Talk about the puff. Okay, yes. so segue, people. Please segue. hold out. Hold hold on to that. Stay with us. Stay with us. us. Stay with us. <laughs> If you haven't watched the Hannah Gatsby Netflix special, the second one, which is called Douglas, named after her dog, it is a brilliant Netflix special. I find her hilarious. Um, I actually listened to an interview with her on um, ABC Conversations uh, maybe a couple of days ago where it's an interview with her rather than her being comedic. I just love her. I think she's brilliant. So in the um, stand-up, she talks about puffer fish moments. So if you can imagine, let me give you a few examples of mine, how it works. I might be talking to someone on the phone and all of a sudden I can hear that they start eating and I like, poof, I'm like, get outrageously mad about it. Like a puffer fish is when someone like pokes that spot. Yeah, thanks, Kirst. <laughs> when someone pokes that spot and all of a sudden you and you're like walking around like a puffer fish. You've unexpectedly, unreasonably, don't really know why sometimes responded to something out of proportion. That's what the puffer fish moment is. And I had said to Kess the other day, oh my gosh, when I was watching that, um, what's it called, that comedy special, <laughs> I said, oh, we have to talk to people about our puffer fish moments. Jackie knows this well, Jackie that works with us. Um, feathers is a puffer fish moment for me. I see a feather just floating around a house from some craft project and I'm like, puff, get rid of that. That's disgusting. Totally unreasonable. Don't have the same reaction to any other craft supplies. (laughs) But I puffer fish (laughs) over artificial feathers. I can't handle yes, them. Yes, and I was going to say because they're artificial usually in craft supplies. They're not. It just runs (laughs) shivers down my back. I can't do it. Kess, what do you puffer fish over? Ah, uh, I can tell you what I puff a fish over personally. Yes, like yes, when yes, I yes. feel like I'm oh, like this is very this is me being very vulnerable. People, when I feel like I'm not being trusted. Yes, and Amy knows this well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you puff. I puff. 
and I get very defensive and very, very, um, yeah, I puff. So, um, and we've spoken about this in when we talked about landmines, um, mm. when we accidentally step on landmines with people. I will puff. reference it in the show notes. Do you remember <laughs> what we called that show? No, I don't um, off the top of my head, but it was number 137, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talk about that in that we we see clients experience puffer fish moments yes. where we say something and they react um, out, out of proportion, of, out of proportion, and we absolutely it was absolutely no intention of ours yep. to cause that puffer fish moment, which is what a puffer fish moment yes. is. It's unintentional yep. by somebody else. Someone pushes um, a button that they didn't know necessarily. Sometimes we puffer fish our partners intentionally. Let's all be honest. <laughs> Or our children. Because <laughs> they do it to us, all right? Yeah, exactly. Well, my son hates getting kisses at the moment and I keep forgetting and I know he doesn't like it, but I just forget because I've had, you know, 11 years of kissing that beautiful face and it's just getting more and more beautiful. Aww. He hasn't got to the teenage ugliness yet. <laughs> I still love kissing my teenager's face. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I – no, I mean like, you know, spotty yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah, uh, don't care. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would. That would be a puffer fish moment for me. <laughs> so, anyway, um, back on to decluttering. Mm. Um, I think that sometimes we, when we get curious, I think it's really important to get curious about puffer fish moments. Yes. To when you have that puffer fish moment, to go, why? Yeah, maybe not why in the did moment. I react when you're actually no. puffed. <laughs> Yes, you that's really annoying straight. when somebody no. goes, but why yeah, did no. you? When you pump, here's what I think happens. I think your amygdala that disconnects from your whole body and you can't make good decisions. When you puff, oh, it's, it's all emotion. Over. Yeah, it's fight mm. or flight and most of the time it's fight when the puffer fish puffs. Oh, my gosh, yes. the puffer fish. I puff over people that squeeze the toothpaste near the top instead of from the bottom Oh my gosh, it does my flipping head in. Just squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom, people, and it comes out and it looks nice and it's not disgusting. I just don't understand why you wouldn't squeeze it from the top. It's like just the laziest thing ever. That's something I puff a fish over. I feel puffery just talking about it. I can hear the puff. I can hear. I can hear the expansion yeah. in yeah. your voice. Yes, I've just like I've lost all rationality. I puff I've... when clients get us in, don't want to get rid of anything, and then say, "I don't feel like we've got we've got very much done today." Puff because you wouldn't let go of anything. Puff, and I'm always very nice about it, but they usually don't get us back. It's because they're not ready. But that's a puff a fish moment for me. Yes. And it's probably a puff of fish moment up. for them as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like they're probably puffed because they're like, what? I just spent all this money and I haven't got anything achieved. Yes. yes. And then they, and so maybe. We're puffing all over each other. For puff, 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 to get curious later on to go, why didn't I get, why do I feel like I wasted my money? You know how Amy is like larger than life on the podcast? Well, imagine having that in your home. It is phenomenal. 
She gets things done so quickly. She can come in and absolutely power boost any of your decluttering that you can do by yourself. You are going to do it 5 million times faster if you have Amy come alongside you to support, encourage, motivate, and keep you on track. So if you live in Melbourne or the greater Melbourne area, Amy is your girl. So if you're ready to have a little bit of my decluttering magic in your house, email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook, any way you can get in contact with us. Get in contact because I want to come and I want to help you get freedom that you've been dreaming of. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. All right, back to the show. Moving on. I puff when Simon I do the dishes. And Simon dries up. He hates drying up. Mm. So sometimes he comes along and dries up. He'd much prefer to do the wash the dishes and dry. But sometimes, you know, like this afternoon after the kids got home, I washed all the all the lunch dishes, um, and put and my all of my <laughs> several cups of tea and several um, teapots that I'd use during the day, and I washed them and left them to dry and ran out to do school after school activities. I came home and he had started drying them, but he doesn't like to dry them completely he likes to leave them to air dry even more after said drying so then he'll dry them (laughs) halfly oh my god put them on the bench and then to finish drying to to finish drying but also because he wants to put them all away at once instead of walking one meter to put things away whereas I would I'm happy to walk the meter 10 times to put things away as I'm drying them as they've oh, been properly dried. That's, that's so puff worthy. I, I did a puff today and he was just like, are you right? And I was like, yes, this is the hill I want to die on today. <laughs> it's I've, a puffing moment. Yes, yes. I've got, I've got something. So I usually shower in the morning 
Um, and that's Please fine. don't give us any more towel analogies, please. <laughs> no, no. We're no, please. No, I do not want. You might I don't care over that. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't care about your showering. Stop, stop, stop. Give us another puffer moment. <laughs> oh, I usually shower in the morning. And the beauty of that is that nobody's like washing dishes or anything. But sometimes I shower straight after I get home from a client, like if I'm particularly dusty or that kind of stuff. I hate it when someone starts washing dishes while I'm in the shower because it pulls the hot water and I bang so hard on the tiles in the shower. <laughs> my All my toiletries fall off the, off the hanger. I'm like so furious. Like clearly I'm in the shower. You can hear that the water is being used and I puff in the shower all to myself and then I have to like clean up because I've like dropped things on the ground and I just inconsiderate puffery. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with JobKeeper money, you can invest in the instant hot water tank <laughs> because we don't have that problem. Yeah, that's why showering in the morning is better in my house. But let's talk. Let's talk about curiosity oh, for a minute. We're, we're oh, ready. You got another we're puff? ready now. Have no. you got another puff? No, no, no. I'm, if you think I'm of another one, ready. I, want, I, want, I was I happy. Go I was happy before any <laughs> towel references to move on to getting curious. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, people, I will link it in the show notes to Amy's TMI <laughs> about towel usage. <laughs> I will never live that down. <laughs> it's on the public record forever. Um, one of my clients messages yeah. me and just like, this is, I'm going to read out her message to you, actually. Oh. She was like, let me, she just messaged me again today, so it's very close and very handy. Okay. She said, let me find it. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm we, sorry. we're going to end up cutting this out, Jared. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be fine because she was just like, oh, oh here, I found it. Um. I am still crying laughing. I am so not okay with the half town mood <laughs> thing, but so funny. And But then she d- give, gave a dug to me because she said, I don't like bath sheets though. I get dressed straight away too. So she was half Amy, half team Amy and then <gasps> team Kirsty. That's yep. good. That was a good laugh. Did you hear me? I did a big snort in the middle of that. That's just yes. a bit much. Sorry about that, people. Okay, so it was on towels. The episode was during our ISO series yeah. on towels. I'll put a link to it and let you all relive that over and over and over again. <laughs> See, and she's got all these emojis of her like, you know, like tilted face, tilt and smile and tilt and cry emoji. She was like, oh. Wow, yes. so good. <laughs> so many segues, so yes. many segues. Get curious. Yeah, okay. Get so- curious. Here's something that I found really helpful. Sometimes the but why grates on my nerves a bit. It's not quite puffer fishy, but it it's just sometimes I can find it a bit rudimentary is actually the way to describe it. Sometimes what I like is um, something that my psych taught me, like a little tool that you can use when you come up against really what it is is a mindset block. And it's what's the worst thing that could happen? And so let's say we're talking about throwing out a graduation teddy. What's the worst thing that could happen? Okay, and why is that so bad? And what would that say about you? And so it's it's digging deeper, but instead of just, but why, but why, really get down to what the fear is 
about what it would say about you like where does that rub come in so I've used that quite a few times with clients nowhere near as well as my psych does but (laughs) it is helpful because it's trying to understand the conflict that you're having in getting rid of it because it's never about the thing you're worried about usually what that would say what you think it will say about you not even what it will what you think it will say yes Yes, and that goes to, um, or and it can also be like, um, I am fearful of, I'm fear. I it's it's usually based in fear. Mm, yeah, almost always. <laughs> yes, almost always based in fear. Like I don't want to let go of my excess, um, excess coffee mugs. Because what if they all break and I can't afford to replace them? Um, and that fear, like, and it's digging into mm. that fear. Okay, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And what's the likelihood of that happening? That's exactly right. Yeah. And what does that say about you? Mm. Like, and, and not in a negative way, like, what does that say about you, um, you know, not being able to provide for your family mm, like that's mm. not where uh, not where I was going yeah. not, not the point <laughs> no um, but yeah like it, it's just about getting curious about what is that real digging deep and mm. digging into what is really going on for you because it's not about the graduation Teddy it's no. not about the mugs it's not about you know it's not about your your mum's dressing gown it's not about you know it's usually fear yeah nearly always fear nearly and fear and different different types of fear you know like fear that you'll forget somebody fear that you won't have money fear that you um will forget fear that you'll get in trouble for not having it Mm -hmm. yeah there's so many reasons that it comes back to and then you can deal with that then you can actually address that thing I think another aspect of Get Curious, Kirst, is we would want you to get curious when you're tempted to lean towards um, consumerism. So when you're at Kmart and you're tempted to just wander down an aisle that's tempting stationery or clothes or maybe it's the music or DVDs or, you know, like there's something that's your aisle of temptation like, what is it that I'm looking for? Like, am I just, am I feeling a bit lonely? Am I feeling angry at someone? Like, what's going on that I always just want to walk down here? Even though I have everything I need at home, why is it that the stationery just always calls my name? Is it because actually that's what makes me feel organised? Is that what makes me feel creative? Like, there's so, so much to get curious about when it comes to decluttering and organising and living that intentional life that will open up awesome learnings for you about yourself. Yeah, I was having a conversation with um, people today around figuring out what's yours to carry and what's not yours to carry and and getting curious around that. So, you know, I can't get rid of... Um, my the present that my mum just gave me for my birthday because she would get annoyed at me Mm. about that okay is that actually yours to carry like is is her being annoyed at you your problem Mm. or is that her issues that she needs to deal with and 
yes, you might be highlighting that issue for her and you might be... <laughs> she might have it a might seem, moment. <laughs> yeah, and it might seem antagonistic, but just knowing the boundaries around, you know, what's yours to own yeah. and what's not yours to own mm. and what is yours, um, what can you take responsibility for and what is somebody else's responsibility. Yeah. I had... a um, something happened this morning um, and I was very, um, I was very sorry that I had caused um, some issues for somebody else. And um, Simon just gently reminded me that actually that person's response wasn't my responsibility. Mm. Like I, I've got the responsibility of um, having integrity and I had the responsibility of being the best version of Kirsty that I can be and so I can apologize but I shouldn't carry that burden that I've stuffed this person around unintentionally because of that was her choice around how she dealt with what I proposed to her mm. and I think <laughs> that's very... the beauty of um getting curious is that once you develop that habit and that um, mindset, you actually start to get curious about other people's responses. So Cal might think, why does she get so worked up about the toothpaste? <laughs> and he can either go, well, that's her thing to get curious about. And I would, you know, eventually get to the point of, well, it doesn't actually matter. It's just a preference. Or he can think, okay, well, I can see where she's coming. Like he's getting curious about it for me and go, actually, do you know what? Like, Life is better if my wife doesn't get cross at me twice a day. <laughs> and so I'm just going to squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom. I'm realising the more I say it out loud how ridiculous it is to get puffer fishy over toothpaste. <laughs> Sorry, Cal. <laughs> There's so much I could say, my friend, so much. But that, I mean, and that is our, you know, um, when I say that we've got to be, you know, take responsibility for our actions, like our actions do impact on other people. Yes. And so if you can see somebody in your house getting puffer fish about something, even if you think it's ridiculous, like doing a nudie run without a towel. <laughs> That's not ridiculous, my friend. That's not ridiculous. <laughs> Answering the door to the postman showing most of your body. <laughs> no, a gap. A gap. Carefully placed gap. <laughs> Strategic placement. <laughs> we need to clarify oh, this. It still makes me laugh. Still, still, still. Um, I also might have nightmares about being your postman. <laughs> My postman had a puffer fish moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like obviously in loving relationships, you know, you don't want to antagonize people, but also. Um, and, and yes, you might find the toothpaste ridiculous and, and just go, well, get over it. That's yeah. your issues. Um, but like you said, that is a moment to lean into grace and love towards other people. Um, but that that's also knowing your boundaries and going, okay, well, I'm going to, I can change, but I'm not bending. I'm not, you know, I'm not being a doormat to yeah. every puff that Amy has, yeah. you know, and I'm not going to be like, 
you know, walking on eggshells around her always just because I'm worried that she's going to be a puffer fish exactly. every two seconds. Exactly. So I'm not, by the way, people, just in case no, you think No, she's I'm not. Like, she's absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> she has to say that. She's my business partner. <laughs> oh, I could say lots of things. Oh, my gosh, that was funny. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.